welcome to Schofield's Flower Social Hour, 21st episode. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Schofield's Flowers Social Hour. I'm Steve Schofield. They call me Scof. And I'm Chris Fraderigo. People call me Fratty. What's up, Fratty? How are we doing today? I'm good, Scof. Uh, weather's finally turned. I got the flannel on. I got, you know, a nice warm hat, keeping my bald head, uh, you know, warm now. Uh, and and for anyone that's not in California watching this, when I say it's cold here, I'm saying it's like 60 out. So, uh, you know, real cold <laughs> know. for us Californians. I know. I know, but it does get down to 40 something. We got the extra blanket on the bed right now. So yeah, it's like yeah. you're, ready at, you're getting ready for bed and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, just, no, it, it gets it gets cold here at night, you know, especially for our standards. But I, it always makes me laugh when, you know, you got to compare places because sometimes it's mo- it's just what you're used to. When I was out yeah. in Phoenix, you know, it would be uh, 110, 115, and then at night it only drops down to like 100, and it's yeah. still hot. And then my dad would be like, hey, we're having a heat wave. It's 95 here. And I'm like, dad, we're not even going to see 95 for another month. Like, I would love 95 right now. Right, right, and right. then I would come home and visit, and it would be like 75 out at night. I'm putting a hoodie on. Yeah. And just, you know, five years earlier, I was living in Massachusetts. And when it hit 45, I was wearing a hoodie and shorts, you know, walking around. And when it was 20, I was wearing a jacket and, you know, I'd come home and it would be 65 out and I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt with the AC on in the car. So it's like, it's all relative and what you're used to. (laughs) I know, I know. It's like, I'm being from Chicago and directing traffic back in the day when I was a cop, it was like crazy. I mean, I'd be out there freezing to death. Like, I was dancing. (laughs) Let's go, let's go, people. Let's go, move it, move it, move it. Yeah. Dancing cop. If we would have had beats going to DJ, (laughs) it would have looked fantastic, you know? So uh, (sighs) it is what it is. So what have you been up to? I know you're into the self-defense. Have you been doing that still? Yeah, still doing that every week. Um, You know, just working on my my draw technique and then, uh, you know, practicing some situational stuff. and. Um, yeah, so doing that once a week, uh, I'm actually doing it with my dad. So it's kind of fun to, you know, oh, do it oh, with him. Great. Yeah. And he has some, you know, crazy story going on with a neighbor of his where like, he's like, honestly, this is the perfect time to know this because the, you know, the things this guy's doing, it's going to help me deescalate and, you know, get this guy out of here. And he's you know had to call the cops a few times. And so you never know, like one day you're, you're going about your life normal and then, some punk yeah. wants to uh, get in, get and in interfere. So it's you know good. And then um, playing my weekly hockey, you know, with a bunch of guys that have been doing it for a while on a private skate. And that's pretty much it. You know, it's been been low key with all the holidays coming up. You know, kind of just mellowing out. I'm I'm gonna um, I'm gonna actually go into the garage today, which I dread, and try to find my hockey gear. Oh because man! We've been talking with a buddy of mine, Dave uh, Waite, and he's uh, an animator here in town. And he's uh, playing hockey like four days a week. I'm like, oh my gosh! He's like 49 years old. I'm like, I haven't played, and like, I got to come out. So they're doing, you know, there's that little rink in Van Nuys. It's a, the Russian rink they call it, and it's like half the size. Not half. It's probably like. If it, it has the blue lines and it has the red lines, but real, you're really tight in. It's the size of, it's a little bigger than a figure skating rink that they would have on the side and another rink, yeah. right? It's not as big. Where you'd play probably more three on three, 
-hmm. but they play five on five, you know, goalies and then five on five. And I, I, I'm like thinking about going out and doing it. So I had to borrow, I got a new shaft and a stick from Stefan. He had a few laying around. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, um, you know, we designed a smoking jacket, which is online right now. Yep. And uh, beautiful. Oh, it came out great, dude. I'm so excited about and, it. And just as you said before, you know, your your girl, you know, the guy's getting it. The girls are going to want it. You know, my wife is like, I was like, oh, yeah, do you see uh, Scofino's you know, getting into fashion and designing some, you know, jackets and everything? She's like, I saw that. Those blue roses are just beautiful. And I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. Like, I'm going to get one <laughs> and I'm never going to see it. I'm going to yeah. look at my closet and find yeah. it on her side. Well, you know, it's funny because I had, I, I'll show you something that's really great. I had Nicola, I had a client ask about it and I had Nicola, um, she put it on like it's just with her jeans. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think then, it's so versatile. It's so versatile and then wrapped up here, just like. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, there it yeah. Is. Yeah, perfect. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's silk. And uh, it's it's got the shag carpet, you know, shag carpet, shag on it. <laughs> and um, yeah, you can, it's just, it's great. I'm very excited. So uh, now I'm going to reach out to Schofield Watch Company and uh, see if I can get them to be a, on their site to be a distributor for them. If people want to buy it, it's, a, it's from London. They're from London. Yeah. It's, uh, the watches are like very elegant. It's the type of watch you wear with a smoking jacket. Mm. And uh, we'll see if they let us do it and put it online and the whole bit. And if I recall, your dad always used to say, if you know, you're not early or late, right? So it'd be just fitting that you had a, a watch to go along with it. Oh, you got to have that. And then we'll <laughs> probably get into some slippers and uh, uh, ascots and then probably, uh, you know, some loungewear with, uh, that you can wear. I mean, look, that's what we're going to be doing. We're in loungewear. So if you're going to have a party at home with your wife, Mm-hmm. put on or put on a smoking jacket and, and be elegant for her for one night rather right. than wearing a hoodie and a sweatpants right i mean to me uh that's when we started the the social club it's, it was all about getting dressed up and coming meeting mm-hmm. some of your clients and and again that's how i got the job with netflix from brian jarman coming over and and hanging out and loving what we did and he's like next time i got an opportunity like this i'm going to call you and he did and now we're leading into a possible Amazon job. So um, I just reached out to a couple of friends. I sent it out to a couple of clients and they're buying it now. And uh, and one client said, give me a call from a publicist. So I'm going to give him a call today. He said he might have a project. So this one awesome. led into getting a possible gig. There How you go. I, and people look at me like I'm fucking nuts sometimes. Well, I am, but still. Um, <laughs> I do look at you like you have four eyes all the time. I'm just like, what the, <laughs> what is he doing? But you know, with, with the projects and the things that you're doing, I 100% stand behind. I, I'm a big proponent of, you know, putting mixers together, you know, getting your clients out and getting your clients to know each other and, you know, have some fun, mixing it up with some drinks, some activity, you know, whatever it is. I mean, and, and I believe in it so much and it just so happens to be I work in, you know, that industry and, and I think yeah. I'm successful at it because I believe in it so much. Like if I didn't work in entertainment sales, like, I would be a client and have entertainment as a tool to, you know, network with my clients and my clients to network with them. And so I I think it's a a great thing that you're doing and it obviously is leading to some great business for you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. So, um, uh, cut to, um, we got an old, uh, an old, uh, 
our PA, our first PA oh. at Smokefields Flowers. We've Tommy, had terrible. Yeah, we've had some terrible luck with PAs. We had Tommy for like five episodes, then we didn't have anyone. Then we got you know Stephen Bridges to do it for a little while. The Whiskey Spy, you know, he was PA, <laughs> yeah. and then you know he threw a tantrum, got drunk or something. I don't know. And then uh, we had your niece for for a hot minute, and yeah. you know I haven't seen her since that episode. So. <laughs> If there's anyone out there that's looking for some uh, some PA work, let me tell you, it doesn't pay well. No. Uh, very, you know, scope is very difficult to work with, you know, very high maintenance, you know, all that, but it's available. So if you're looking for something, let us know. Scope at scofieldsflowers.com. Send your resumes. Uh, we'll get a PA, you know, real soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're <laughs> excited. I mean, um, <laughs> when we had... When we were working, uh, we told Tommy we had a, um, um, we were, make sure you dress up in a suit, right? Yep. And uh, we were interviewing Riley and his partner for music and everything, and he showed up. He was came back from the beach, and he was in his suit. Only yep. problem was it was a wetsuit for surfing. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I we, we talk about all of his successes, but, you know, if you would have asked me at that point, is this kid going anywhere? I would have been like, nah, not not a chance. <laughs> I mean, he had that. I mean, he's you know, invested his life savings into Bitcoin and then that tanked and, you know, came back or, you know, hopefully he kept his money in it. Uh, but, you know, he, he wrote a musical and, you know, had that performed. He's in a band, Federal Ave, which, you know, we talk about there. And so, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, people surprise you. You just got to give them a chance. <laughs> he is doing fantastic. I mean, he's got that Boston edge and yep. uh and and he is fantastic and he's going to do very well um i still get a kick out of him teaching uh, surf lessons and uh right you guys, you'll learn more about that in, a, in our episode but yeah he's i couldn't ask for a better friend and he showed up at, at the uh valentine's get together looking dapper as ever turtleneck beautiful jacket and slacks and his girlfriend was all dressed in the nine so it was a good time uh, that night, and and I, you know, he's always going to be there for us. So we love you, Tommy Harkey. You're the Absolutely. best <laughs> Well, let's kick it over to to the interview with Tommy. Yep. Scoff, I don't know where's your glasses. How can you even see us right I don't now? Know. I've been in, I've been in production all day, and I got a new PA, and I don't know what she did with him. So you don't even know who we have on today. I don't. I don't. Hang on. Hang on. Let me take a peek. Oh my God! The oh, one yeah. and only. The one and only PA Tommy. Yes. Tommy. Oh, my name's Thomas, but people call me Tommy. Just trying to join you guys. Tommy Harkey from Boston. How are you doing, buddy? Real good. Thanks for having me. That's good. I have another. I hired, you know, I, I when you left, we needed another PA, and I got one right here. She saw in the picture up behind me. Oh. <laughs> it's a great episode for her to be on, too. I mean, she can learn from the best of, like, you know, what not to do. You know, yeah, yeah. proper clothing etiquette of, you know, when people yeah. say to dress up, wear a suit, you know, Oops, the yeah. different kinds, um, you know, how not to quit on the job, you know, yeah. just a few <laughs> weeks in. Uh, very good life lessons you can learn on this episode. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All that okay. happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, Franny, I'm not going to keep you too long. Why don't you just say hi? Damn it. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> this is Franny Sko on IG. She's my niece and she's one of the best singers and she saw your play and your, uh, you know, your uh, federal app. So uh, we're going to get you all together. Yeah, let's jam. Let's do it. All right. She's already quit too. <laughs> Your arms are getting tired. 
I'm out of here. So we have a bad track record. Longer than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so good to see you, buddy. I see you too. Yeah, it's been a little while. Yeah, probably over a year, right? Yeah, or well, actually, yeah, probably over a year. Yeah. Well, I came. I came to the uh, Valentine's Day thing, but that was 2000. Oh no, that was 2020. Oh, uh, and you know what? Thank you so much for coming to my Valentine's yeah. get-together at Schofield's uh, Flowers. You and your girl there um, looked fantastic. The turtleneck looked great on you. Thank you. And you know what? <laughs> People would ask me why I do Schofield's Flowers Social Club, right? Well, I just got awarded and just finished, wrapped it up, been 30 days in production on a Netflix campaign for the Chicago 7. We built a photo exposition in Grant Park in my hometown, Chicago, and it went fantastic. It looks so beautiful. I brought on Andrew Luft, one of the best um, experiential guys I know and uh, directing now with us. And uh, Heather, um, my producer, DePietro, just killed it. And I literally just got back on uh, Tuesday night and I'm still reeling. And I, I'm actually sad because it was such a great production. And now you talk to everybody every single day at five o'clock. And now we're not talking because we're over with the job, you know, and we're wrapping right. and everything. It's so always weird. Yeah. It's always a weird because now it's, it's got to go hunt for the next one, you know? Right. Yeah, but, Scope, uh, that looked great. I was following along, obviously, uh, remotely of everything you got going on there. And it just looked really cool. I wish I could have been there to see those uh, murals out in the park and everything you guys had gone over there. Um, I've, I got the movie uh, slated to watch on Netflix, so uh, I'm going to have to watch that here shortly. I watched oh, it a few days ago. Movie. I loved it. I mean, have you yeah, seen it? it's real good. I, I didn't know anything about the Chicago 7. Oh, really? So okay. that was, yeah, uh, it was yeah. a great movie. The, so, um, uh, the Borat guy, he actually he did really good. <laughs> oh, he did. Sasha, Sasha, whatever, Cohen. Yeah, yeah. he was good. Yeah, all the characters. And, you know, Tom Hayden was a congressman here in California and, and was married to uh, Jane Fonda for many, many years. And they were very wow. active back then. So, um, yeah, it just felt good to be in Chicago. The weather was a little chilly, but it still felt good to crisp air. And the restaurants are all open and everything. So um, um, I wanted to, uh, I, I, we went out to dinners and everything. And they, it's very COVID protected. They had us. You got to wear your mask. You got to have it over your nose. I mean, if it even slips, please put it on over your nose. If you, uh, if you had drinks at the bar, they had partitions that were glass partitions or like plastic and um, uh, and just everybody being as careful as they could. So it was just felt good to be in, in a city and do something. Yeah. And although it was a little slower, there were a lot of people in the park. I told the client, you know, I, I, they, there was a QR code. And I said, not as many people hit the QR code to actually get the podcast of the series which we did and directed in uh, two piece, uh, two minute pieces for each uh, stop. But, um, and I don't know why that that is, but um, maybe next time we'll even do an augmented reality piece uh, in regards to hit the picture in an augmented reality that actually, you know, the trailer shows up or whatever, or that scene. And, uh, but um, yeah, overall it went great. And the city has changed so much since I've been back. It's crazy. I haven't been on that South side of uh, the South side and it's just, the south portion of the loop in over oh my god it's probably been well over 25 years and it used to be just the stockyards and now it's like this insane beautiful area of really That's cool awesome. mix, mixed couples and and art and in the park and it was just it was fantastic i can't say enough about it so 
Thanks for, for speaking following. of uh, coming back. We got Tommy back, you know, after he left us high and dry. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I had to, I had to be the I had to be the talent and the producer and the PA. I mean, Scope had me, you know, working like a whipping boy. We did, uh, I think we did like five more episodes, and then I was like, Scope, this is enough. I can't do it all. Yeah, I'm still You're sorry not pulling about that. your weight. <laughs> and then, uh, then we hired someone else, you know, but he was busy getting drunk with whiskey all the time, so that kind of <laughs> yeah, right? took a tough. And he was our butler too, which was a great added value that you never provided. But my bad. What have you been up to, Tommy? Uh, been up to a lot so, well since i guess i don't know if anyone would know but i met scope what in 2016 at the beginning yep. when i was like yep. a, i was a senior in college and so i started working for scope as a pa yeah this is um, your moment you've never been on you've always tried to get on but we just shoo you off yeah. <laughs> tell your story <laughs> tommy yeah that's um, great you're a very yeah. good you're a hard worker dude yeah well i started as pa and then uh started like editing some videos for scope too um then graduated and i don't i think it was the next year when you started the podcast though yeah yeah yeah. Back, yeah uh, i think it was about it was like summer ish 2017 i want to say yeah yeah yep yeah so uh i mean I, I do film stuff i do music i don't i don't even know where to begin but uh well let's see you, you did a few episodes with us and then you got uh hired on to some big uh rock movie is that right yeah yeah, Skyscraper. It's a Dwayne Johnson movie. But yeah, once that started, I couldn't, I mean, I was there 70 to 80 hours a week. It was every single day, long hours. So I couldn't, yeah, really, uh, awesome. couldn't really be your PA anymore. So <laughs> my bad. That's, that's on me. But um, yeah. And then so I know that when, since you left, you, you know, I, I, I mean, the first thing you did is you got into being an editor for the, for the movies and things like that. Then you became a surf instructor to keep yes. going. <laughs> yeah, so I, I do a lot of different things, but the surf instructor one was pretty funny. Uh, so after after one of the movies ended, I just I went to the beach because I didn't have a job. I was probably just going to the beach, but I saw people giving surf lessons. And I was like, and I, 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 I've, I've surfed like one time at this point, uh, but I right. couldn't like actually stand up or anything. Uh, but I just went up to the guy and asked if he needed help to give lessons. And he said, you know, I got to see you in the water first. Maybe we'll schedule a time next week to see you in the water, see if you're all right. I'm like, okay. I got home, uh, but I got texts from him. But like two hours later, actually, can you give a lesson tomorrow morning? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yep, I guess this is happening. So I had to YouTube how to surf and then also how to give lessons. Uh, and then I went to the beach the next day. You're a surfer. That's great. Ever That's since, great. ever since I've been surfing a lot though, and I still give lessons on the side when I'm not doing, uh, I guess, other things. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, at first it was pretty bad though. People always, I, I, I was a terrible instructor the first few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the hardest thing about, I don't know, Freddie, have you surfed before? Never. It's hard. It's like you're on the board and it's wiggling, right? Like back and forth like this. And then you got to really you gotta let go. You got to let go of the side, like, Scope. You got to pop up. You got to like, you got to pop up. But my, my belly always got in the way of my pop up. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I, I, I like get it all. And then, you know, you go off. So I've gotten up a few times, but catching a wave is so hard. Yeah. But you're. You're Sounds like you need some lessons, man. I know a guy. I, I know a guy. Yeah. 
Yeah, Freddie, we should go out and take lessons from Dude, Tommy. Dude, that would we, be we hilarious. <laughs> go but, bros on the front. But I need a uh, Scope Speedo if I'm doing it. Oh, I got one for you. Perfect. I'll be or right the, back. Um, I'm gonna get it. Oh, is it? I don't want to give it away, but I feel like I know what this is. I I, I know exactly what this is. Yeah. It's the only way Scope gets anywhere near... Uh, you know, down down south. He oh. made pillows so people would sleep with them. I hope he puts it on. I mean, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> I mean, I might be a little disgusted, but... Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's PG-13. Yeah. Most people are probably listening anyway, so... Uh, did you watch the, uh, the Bill Burr SNL? Uh, yeah. I, I, well, I just watched the opener. Okay. He had a, and Scope, this is great for you. He had a sketch at the end and it was like, he came back from being locked up and it's like how the mob is, is different now because of all the, the political climates different. And so he's like talking to one of the guys and he's like, hey, Jimmy the Nose. And he was like, well, you know, I don't go by that name anymore. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, naming people after their body parts is very, you know, like, uh, you know, I have a, you know, self-complex from it and everything. He's like, what do you mean? We're in the mob, you know? And, and then like, um, he, there's like this black girl and he's like, and what, where's this colored person doing here? And they're like, whoa, 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 you can't be saying that. And he's like, you know, and they're like looking around and then like, I don't know, it's just really funny to, uh, of a skit. He, he did a great job on it. I liked his monologue. Um, I just like that he, he, you know, he's real, like, he doesn't sugarcoat anything like he doesn't seem to be like he's not political about things but he's just like lets it fly and it's just like, Bill's a Boston guy that's why yeah yeah hey, exactly hey, hey. it was good well, anybody, that, anybody that comes from Boston is going to be a hard worker you know and and get the job done and I'm super happy for you Tommy I mean I know that you also had your musical right and now you also yeah. tell us about the musical called Jeff and how did and I mean I was out of town but I know Jesse my producer um went to, or my uh, pr person went to tell me about that uh yeah so on the side i also well now it's become more than just the side because i have a band now too but we just i mean i started in film i always loved you know uh making movies short films and documentaries and whatnot um uh, but then uh the love for music came when i uh my roommate he's an incredible piano player so we'd always just like write these stupid songs uh and it kind of just started as a joke uh, but they got better and better, and we uh, had a, you know, this kind of funny idea that if Jeff had a brother named Jeff, I mean, sorry, if Jesus had a brother named Jeff, and he was just like God's other son, that's like a total loser. Um, <laughs> but then we just started putting songs down, and uh, yeah, we, over like two years, we wrote a musical, and then once we had it, uh, we, I mean, I had worked on a few movies at this point at Universal and Warner Brothers, so I knew some film people and we got a bunch of actors and a band together we rehearsed it and uh yeah i invited like everybody i know in the film industry and put on a <laughs> put on a musical for the first time that's, that's awesome. awesome that's yeah. awesome yeah you know what you're, you're, it is. people like it yeah and it's the thing is is that i've never been one to say like i can't do that i just go do right. it. yeah no me either and you just go do it and that's uh it's and and if you if if you would have Luckily, it went well, but even if you fail when you try something, that's, um, 
um, even if you fail and you try something, um, then you tried it and it's off, the, you know, it's off the checklist, right? And that's, I mean, that's how this music thing happened. I wrote this like funk song and I was like, uh, I don't know who the hell could sing this song. So I went to this church, it's called uh, West Angeles Church in Crenshaw. And I oh, just, wow. one day I just went and I was like, I got this song. Can I talk to someone in your choir? Uh, maybe I could pay them, uh, you know, hundred, hundred bucks to come just sing it for me. And yeah. I'm like, oh, uh, they brought me to the music department and the lady there was like, oh, maybe, uh, this guy Cedric might would want to do that. And I left my number. I think like an hour or two later, I got a text from a guy named Cedric saying, Hey, I, I'm interested in doing it. And next thing you know, about a week later, he comes in, well, we meet for coffee first, just so, you know, it's, he would probably want to make sure that I wasn't, you know, very sketchy which I'm surprised he didn't think I was, <laughs> to be honest. But, <laughs> but uh, no, we just kind of became friends. He came recorded it, and I'm actually at his house right now. He's over there. So we recorded this song. There's Cedric. Hey, Cedric, how you doing, my man? I saw the video. It's fantastic. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Here, come, come sit over here. And uh, yeah, after we recorded that one song, um, you know, he started coming over to my house, and Cedric's got an incredible voice uh yeah we just kind of got a band together and next thing you know we're booking shows and we're playing at the uh -huh. mids we're playing we had a show booked in uh sassafras i heard you talk about that because you had a nice. you had a pop-up yep, right yep. there right yeah yep. but then but then corona hit so like most, uh, all our shows got canceled we only had a couple we started at the beginning of this year um but we just put down our uh our first album uh nice. at the end of august nice. we just recorded with the band and they'll probably come out in a couple months yeah oh that's fantastic wow. and and you know what and then by that time hopefully um we'll be able to do some stuff it'll be a little more uh distant wise but um still you know i wanted to mention that uh there's a guy i deal with um by the name of jonathan scott and he's in he's got his own studio that for very very reasonable like i mean a hundred an hour you could go into the studio and then you could do a a full-on show there in Vegas, and he can zoom up to a hundred people on the big screen. And now they can have people in too, so you could do a combo of people in the studio, zooming everything. So if you guys are interested, like, hey, we're going to do our online show, um, let us know. Uh, you yeah. should check it out. Yeah, it, yeah. In the next couple of months, we'll have a bunch of material to share. Yeah, yeah. Hey, can you move okay. your camera over a little bit so we can see you a little bit more, Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Tommy, I don't even know if you you knew, but uh, since since last, I mean, I moved down to Orange County. I was working for a local soccer team, but since then, I actually I'm with Live Nation now. Oh, that's so right. I've been uh, I've been working at a venue in Orange County uh, since last August. Obviously, uh, we're shut down. Uh, right. No no concerts for the the foreseeable future um you know on our, our latest uh call with the ceo i mean we're looking you know positively forward that by summer next year we'll have a full lineup and then a full full year come 2022 um but i mean scope that would be a a great once you know things are coming back do the do the pop-up in the venue have tommy and his band yeah. on stage yeah, uh, you know, kind of whole. You have like uh, Franny and uh, who you met. You didn't meet him, uh, Cedric, but uh, Franny, my niece, and um, they're both from Boston. And uh, one went to um, um, Berkeley, and he's a piano player and, and plays horns. 
they could do oh, a sweet. little opening act and then you yeah. guys come in and do the main act but i'd love to have you do scofield's flowers it'd be great oh, for sure sweet sweet, sweet man of course yeah, it'd be great you know because we get i mean we get 70 people come out and if it's a bigger venue i'd probably get 150 200 come out but the cool thing is is that i made it so it was work related like it's a social club we're all in a business come socialize and try to make money together how do we work together right and i just got this netflix campaign and and boom i'm working with them you know so it's it's just it's a great feeling to know that it actually worked because i was listening to my wife barking my ear that why are you spending the money <laughs> <laughs> well i know uh and i think we talked about it before scope and you know graham but like same <clears throat> same philosophy that him and i have kind of had with like our clients it's like your clients you know, you could just have a business relationship with them. But if you can find that way to do to take it beyond into a friendship, yep. you know, yep. then you have a client for life. But even yep. more so, like if my clients become friends with themselves, that's added value that costs them nothing. Yep. And you'll always have that connection back. And it's just like it's like a spider web that just grows and grows. Well, hey, you know, it's like how you guys met. And then I'm sure you know, you guys have met someone else through each other, you know, like Tommy, you met Cedric, I'm sure you met someone else through Cedric and, and, you know, Cedric, you met someone else through Tommy or whatever. And it's like, all of a sudden this like network of people grow. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, these are the people I trust. These are the people I like when I need something, I look through this network of people for that job. I may not need all the time, but when I do, these are my preferred people and he does uh with his company like quarterly scotch nights and he just invites out um you know ctos that they yeah. do business with and um people that should meet each other and know each other and then they just go drink scotch and have a good time but it leads to business down the road and pays for itself tenfold right yeah i mean scope you know better than anyone i mean i kind of learned it from you <laughs> just talk to everybody and next yeah. thing you know you you, you, know, you never know who you're going to work with and i just don't care about getting rejected at all i, I maybe yeah, I, yeah I, i'm pretty shameless I just walk up to it's <laughs> whether it's girls or you know yeah yeah whether it's your surf lessons or yeah just go, yeah. honestly just go for it and next thing you know yeah. you could become really good friends with uh and, and be very super be super successful i mean and and you went into god's house of all places to go find somebody to get <laughs> Yeah, I believe in, I mean, I'm, I'm not, well, I got my cross on, actually, I just got, cross. <laughs> it's a killer cross, and it's also got a fucking knife to it, excuse me, dude, I, didn't mean that one. <laughs> I got an actual weapon on me, see, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I got this bullet here too, Tom, that it's got your name on it, I think, so, oh, okay. <laughs> nice, <laughs> is that because, is that because I quit? Yeah, <laughs> more or less, more or less. We've been looking for you. He keeps yeah. I think he's in. I think he's in the LBC somewhere. <laughs> no, but it's nice that you guys actually, you know, you hooked up. You listen. You were smart. Where am I going to go get a guy to play my song? And you go to a church that's doing gospel, right? Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, that, was, that was it. And just, I mean, like. I, I didn't even think twice about it. It was a very nonchalant. I was sitting with my friend on the couch who visited me. He was from Massachusetts as well. So he's on vacation. And I'm just sitting on the couch. Just right after I finished the song, I'm like, sorry, Jimmy, but uh, I, I just left him. I'm like, I think if I go to a church, maybe I can find And it was just an <laughs> idea. And then just hopped in the car and went and left Jimmy behind. 
So sorry, Jimmy, if you're listening. Yeah, well, you know what, you're a doer. But now, so, tell me, being Cedric, tell me about tell, Cedric. Tell me about the so the church is called what? Because I want to go sometime. Do they, do they do Sunday? Oh, it, it was awesome. When uh, I was, well, West Angeles Church of God in Christ, but you know, right now all churches are basically closed. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. do online every Sunday on YouTube and things like that. If you want to check it out, West, yeah, West, it's called West Angeles Church. Church of God in Christ. Of God in Christ. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. When it opens up, I'll go with you. It was it was awesome. Yeah. I, I went uh, like a, a month after I met Cedric. It was Easter or whatever. So I went right. for the I went for the Easter one, and Magic Johnson was there, and it was like probably four. Yeah. Well, you know, it was yeah, a bit four thousand people. I mean, it was like a gigantic concert. It was it was awesome. That's fantastic. Wow. It was fun. Yeah. Let's go. If I saw you were at the. Uh, the church in Chicago, where was it? Jaime the Weiss got killed. Yep, yep. I went by there. I did a little tour. I put it out on Insta. It was crazy being in um, my old neighborhood. So Jaime the Paul Weiss was the hitman for Dan O'Banion, who was killed in Schofield's Flowers in 1922. Then Jaime the Paul Weiss, along with Bugs Moran, took over the gang. Uh, Jaime used to go to church every day at noon mass because he probably killed somebody every day right <laughs> he was jewish and polish yet he went and there was no synagogue near anywhere so he just went to the catholic church because it was convenient and it was right across the street so they knew his modus of operandi you know his mo he'd come out of church go down the stairs stop hit a cigarette you know light a cigarette body car with him and a minute he lit a cigarette bam 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 they shot him dead from the flop house next door and a car driving by and he died right there on the corner. Wow. So, yeah. So yeah, crazy. Right. And then the building across the street where the flower shop was, is now becoming a massive high rise. And Dude, that so, looks so crazy. It's so weird to see like my neighborhood, how much it's changed and Chicago is beautiful though, man. It's yeah. Beautiful. It's sometimes a bummer though. When like, I mean, I feel like if, if the flower shop was still around today, it would be deemed historic. Like, they're yeah. like they wouldn't be able to tear it down today but yeah. obviously it got torn down before you know the you know they kind of started preserving historic sites um like in phoenix if you go into downtown phoenix there's so many businesses that are in old historic houses from like mm. you know the 1800s when they were just setting up shop and then like I went to a dentist and I had to go into like an old house and it's like you park in the driveway and you walk through the front door and each room was a different room and um, they just kind of made do. There's bars that they had in them. And it was like, look, this house is historic. Like we're not going to let you tear it down. You can't, you know, you can preserve it and, and maintain it, but we're not going to let you change what it looks like because this, this is, you know, our history and they have plaques everywhere of things that go on. Um, but I just feel like if if the flower shop building was still around, there was no way they would be able to do anything to it to today. And it's a shame that wow. it got taken down. Well, you know, the crazy thing is, is I talked to because I was with one of the best fabricators in Chicago that did these these photos for us and put mounted them on Flexi two and a half uh, inches thick. I said, you know, and the location manager, she was fantastic. Kate, I said, Could, I want to take and. There's, I said, there's a parking lot right across from Holy Name Cathedral. And I want to do a, a, like a movie front set, you know, piece that would be Schofield's Flowers. And then you, and then just do walls down the side in the back, mm -hmm. but it'd be all open, but I'd hang chandeliers and it'd be like a, like a spring, early summer day. 
And then when you came in, it'd be then we'd have a jazz club in the back, red boost, the whole bit, just dressed the whole thing like a really cool shop for like the weekend or for one week and then have private event there the whole bit yeah. and people experience with the flower shop. She goes, Oh my God, that sounds so good. But you know what they're doing? They're building a high rise right there, right now. And I'm like, oh, uh, you're Man. Me. so, but I'm still, I think it's a really cool idea to do because yeah. it's still, because I don't know. I mean, I was reading in the papers. We might not even be out of this till 22. That's crazy. Like for yeah. sports, Patty, they said sports, they said, you know, maybe half at half mm -hmm. over 2021. That's sort of insane. Well, I saw California finally said they'd allow sports with fans, but you have to be in like the top two tiers of being clear. Like, I don't know. It's like a four tier system. Right. I think LA's in like orange and right. then orange County's in red. Somehow red is better. I don't, I don't understand the color system by any means. <laughs> um and then it's like yellow green or something like that i don't i don't know whatever the colors are the two worst are what la and orange county are in yeah. and there's only like four counties that are in the like top two one of them happens to be where the 49ers play but they're like whoa 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 you just sprung this on us there's no way we can you know prepare for having sports you know fans at our stadium yet so I mean, that's good news. Uh, I also saw Disneyland got their rules of what it will take to open up. And it was like, basically Orange County has to be in like the, the basically the highest best tier kind of a thing. And it was like it's one, purple. yeah, whatever that color is. But it's like one person, one new case per like 100,000 people to to get to that level so basically there's three million people or give or take in orange county there'd have to be like 30 new cases a day for yeah. so many consecutive days and it's just like it's not gonna happen for a while yeah so uh like i saw the ceo was on the task force with uh newsome and he left the, the task force he was like this is ridiculous i can't believe like these are the regulations you're doing yet you know, they're wide open, not wide open, but um, Disneyland uh, or Disney World in Florida has been operating for months now. And I mean, and they're fine. I haven't I haven't heard of anything happening from it. I know people yeah. that have gone and they were like, it was honestly the best because so many people aren't there. You actually it was easy to social distance and you got to enjoy the park. So it was like a win win. But I don't know. It's uh, it's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. So now what's the next point? So you got, so Federal App is the name of the band. Yeah. What's the next, uh, so you're, you can't be in places, but you're creating the video I saw and then you're creating the album. And then the hope is that you're going to, uh, it's more jazz driven or what, from what I saw real quickly. Is there, no. um, I, I, honestly, I, I hate to put a genre on it because it doesn't yeah, really, yeah. doesn't feel like it has a genre. Just, just feel good music, you know? I loved it. Yeah, it's a mix of a lot of different things. Because one of our songs in the album, it like it's like bossa nova in a way. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm a Costa Rica girl. Yeah, so it's it's a uh, yeah a wide mix of everything. <laughs> you it's, should get your um. So two people I should introduce you to, and you guys should get out and meet is Riley Yurik. Riley is fantastic. Yeah, I know Riley. You remember Riley, right? Yeah, he oh. he. It was before he quit. He was there. Oh no no, I was there when he on. Yeah episode. yeah. When we had yeah. oh, uh, Riley and Tempo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was before you quit. 
We had yeah. Riley, Riley in Tampa. And that then uh, the day you wore your wetsuit. You know, yeah. Cedric, we told everybody to wear suits, and he showed up with his wetsuit on. Of course, it was planned that way, but, you know. And, Tommy, yeah. you acted really good on that. You acted like, what, what, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah. Tommy the it. PA and Tommy in real life are uh, vastly different characters. This oh Tommy God. the PA guy, like, is the biggest you've ever met. <laughs> and then, you know, Tommy, the non-PA is like writing musicals and music and learning how to surf off YouTube and then teaching people, I'm assuming, you know, enough to keep getting work. So No, no, I, you should look at my Google reviews. <laughs> oh my God. I actually have pretty good reviews as a And Google doesn't lie. Wow. No, no, no. Wait till they see this. I'm going to tag your review to this episode and they can learn how you, you don't know how to surf. <laughs> and you know what, Tommy, you'll probably get a job someday off of your great acting skills off of the wetsuit, you know, the, and, and next thing you know, you'll be calling me, you're like in the new movie, Sea Hunt. <laughs> Playing, uh, I heard, I heard Aquaman 2 is like casking right now. I mean, you could probably get a role there. You know, I'm... I might start auditioning for things. I like acting. I've been mean, acting in these stupid videos that we make too. That we yeah, yeah, yeah. The they're around. great, dude. Fun. And no, they're yeah, great. I might, I might go for it. I'll yeah, you should. Yeah, you should, dude. You really should. I mean, it's you're really. I'm super proud of you. I'm really loving everything you're doing. It's fantastic. And I, I, you know what? You just you're a doer. And you know, thinking about doers, Freddie said he'd wear a, um, uh, he'd wear a speedo. And Freddie, yep. I got your speedo right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a speedo that's been passed around the Schofield family for many years now. Yeah, hasn't been washed once. Jessica's nope. here, right? And Michael would chase Jessica, and you remember Jess, right? Who worked with Yes, hello. So Michael would wear the speedo and chase the girls all over the house. They're like, get out of here, Michael! Get away from me! Oh man, <laughs> horrible. Yeah. So, good stuff. Tommy, so, where uh, where can people find all your your works? Uh, well, my Instagram is T A Harky H A R K E Y E Y, so it looks like Taharky. Um, but uh, the band is Federal Ave, and I don't even know our handle. It's just Federal Ave if you type it in. Federal Ave A V. There's no E at the end. Um, but we only have one song out now, but uh, in probably a couple months, we'll have a whole album. So like 11 more coming. Um, yeah, that's, I guess that's it. Federal Lab and T.A. Harkey. Awesome. Yes, sir. And all the music will be on all the platforms as well. Actually, I'll be in. Uh, hey, maybe next time if I, if I come on the show in February, I'll be in uh, Costa Rica in February promoting one of our songs. Oh, wow. Yeah, because one of the songs is uh, called A Costa Rican Girl, or just okay. Costa Rican Girl, and uh, based on a true story, but. Uh, <laughs> All right, now you got to now you got to tell us the story. Yeah, now we want to hear the story. You got to hear the song. The whole story is in the song. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, hopefully it should be done by January, so I'll be going down in February for a few weeks, uh, just promoting it down there and going on a bunch of different bars and whatnot restaurants and i know a guy that owns a hotel there and he knows some people so i'm just going to go around and start playing it for people and try to you know set up some meetings down there but when i'm there on the beach it'd be nice to do a little zoom down there 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's mark it in All there. Right. That we'll definitely have you, you know. Add and, that to the uh, uh, Schofield's Flower Road Trip list. We got Tennessee, mm -hmm. we got Maui, and now mm -hmm. we got Costa Rica uh, in Chicago. Tennessee, Maui, uh, and uh, Costa Rica. We're going to do a road show, Tommy, of uh, on-site uh, content once uh oh, you're, you're traveling to all these places yeah 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 if we can oh. get like we just had uh we LCD just need like a million that. views and we got you know, <laughs> the traveling podcast going hey Costa Rica is cheap not yeah. cheaper than Maui yeah yeah, yeah. Maui would be expensive but uh we're super excited about like hitting a few places we just had uh uh Jack King on from LC King uh clothing and I wear a lot of his stuff he has these great jackets workwear and everything and he's been in business over 100 over 100 years he's like the modern day he must, he must be pretty old <laughs> yeah, yeah right no i, I was I gonna say he, i feel like scope probably was there for the uh first day the company started <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> right <laughs> but uh yeah so we had him on and uh yeah so we got a few other things but before i forget i also want to mention that you guys need to stay and you know, get in touch with dave Curtin. Dave, who you probably DC, you've had met him maybe through me, but he works at Sound Trader, Song Trader, Song Trader. Look it up right now. And it's S O N G T R A D R. T and you can license all your music through them. Oh, there's no E? No E. Okay. And yeah, what's Song, his name? Song Trader, Dave Curtin. DC, cool. nickname DC. Sweet. Yeah. So he's, uh, I'll send you an email on him. And then, uh, but he'd be great. And then Riley and that would be great for you too. Just to what, just what is Dave? What does Dave do? Dave's the VP of um, of licensing. Awesome. So he would set you up for licensing any of your music for television, movies, anything. You just give him your entire library, and then cool. contracts, and you get X amount of percentage. And if you, if you hit on a song, let's say for Disney or whatever, then you're you're making money. Or if it's whoever we got one, for, we got one for Disney, we wrote one for that genre. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean it's terrific. I think you should have, and Riley also, who you should meet is, uh, he also has a library that's fantastic, and yeah. Riley probably got, man, he's got a big library now, and I talked him into doing the library. I was like, dude, you need, you got so much music, you need to put it in the library, so he can categorize your stuff into his stuff, and then when it gets picked up at Song Trader or wherever, then then shit starts to happen. Sweet. That's cool. It's, all, it's like real estate, right? It's like you own some real estate and it grows over a period of time and then people get to liking your songs and start licensing it for commercials, movies, TV. Awesome. Yeah. What was it? I saw uh, this thing on YouTube about music licensing and it was um, regarding The Office and it was one of their um, Christmas episodes and it was like a small little joke in which... Um, oh, yeah uh michael scott was like singing the song i've got two tickets to paradise well i guess yeah. it was like a 10 second clip but the uh licensing like royalties for them to like do it ended up costing them like 30 grand just to get the that like they didn't even play the song he just sang you know two lines or two verses from whatever it was and for them to clear it through the uh the licensing company it costs like 30 grand so i was like holy cow that is insane unfortunately i'm sure the artists only get like a fraction of 
you know, that, that fee, but you know, the bigger the fee, the bigger the, that percentage part goes to the artist. But it was just like, that's insane. Like I, I would have never known. Well, you know, the thing, the thing that's, um, the thing that's cool is that you get like, if it gets into wherever you got bragging rights, right now you can really let people know. I, I, yeah, the first one's probably the hardest one to yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But once you get in then you know, then I think it's like, yeah. so that's that. So, but, um, well, I mean, I'm, it's like, I got another zoom <laughs> in 10 minutes and I got to jump on. Busy man. <laughs> I've been on zoom calls all day. But it's been a great, uh, Tommy. It's been like uh, fantastic to catch up with you and and Cedric. It's been nice to meet you, and uh, uh, you, you guys all the success. I mean, you got a great guy sitting next to you. You know, ride his mm. curtails. Yeah, thank you. Well, that's <laughs> our and pass our. Uh, video right. I'm riding this. <laughs> huh? That's what it, that's what teamwork's all about, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Teamwork all the way. And then share our videos and we'll share yours and we'll make sure I'll make sure to send you a drop you a few emails on some people. Um, I'll do an intro to um, uh, to Riley and that uh, again. And then I'll also hit up Dave and do an intro to you, to you Tommy. So awesome. Yeah. Great. Thank, yeah. Hey, man. Thanks for having thanks for having us on the show. Yeah. Thanks for being on Tommy and uh, nice meeting you as well, Cedric. And uh, can't wait to uh to do part two from costa rica yeah 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 let's do oh, it oh yeah let's do it february <laughs> all right I'm, I'm putting it down right now on my calendar february mid-february mid okay yeah. and then uh, and then the second we can open up and get some people going into a place i'll definitely have you i mean that room's a little small but what i've been mean, thinking you know where you were at for schofield's flowers in the speakeasy tom yeah, uh, what, is in February or the Sasquatch? Well, like when we can get going again because of COVID, once we can go back yeah. into a restaurant full on board right. and be able to do any entertaining. I told Mike I'd like to take the front Lunetta all night area. Like if you walk through to the restaurant portion, he has a cafe, Lunetta all day, which is more cafe. And then you go in, you go through the kitchen and then you can, when you go right, you got the Lunetta all night, which or Lunetta bar where we set up Schofields. But then if you turn left, you can and go past the kitchen. You can be in the Lunetta uh, um, night eating, dining. So I was like, let's do a, a, a dinner supper night, a supper dinner, like and have where we turn all the tables facing and we'll build a little stage you don't even need it you got the mics and everything and then you guys could do a jazz or to your show yeah i'll, I'll send you a link to uh, our first show at the mid um oh i love to see it yeah I, I think i think the music actually would be great for something like that yeah yeah so supper club basically that's what i want yeah. to be people dress up like you like you and your girl came that day and and uh let's have a party Hey everyone, welcome back to Schofield's Flowers Social Hour. And uh, wow, Freddie, how great was that to get reacquainted with Tommy and to find out how successful he's be, you know, become since uh, starting his RPA. He must have learned a lot from us, huh? I'm, I was going to say, I feel like he's just like a little mini Scof protege over there. You know, has his hands in three or four cookie jars. You know, the, the things he gets himself into, I'm just like, I don't know where this came from. But, yeah. you know, much like yourself, he's finding success in these, you know, niche markets where you're like, I'm going to make a smoking jacket. I'm going to start a social club. You know, I'm doing all these things. 
and you're finding success in it and very much so with you know tommy he's doing the same so um obviously he learned from you so you know <laughs> makes yeah. sense he learned from <laughs> when he had to pull up the carpeting in our in our in our first office oh my god that poor guy <laughs> it's just it was like it, it, it had to be a it took him and jessica both trying to rip it up and then i had to go over and help out it was just a mess but uh you know what he's a doer and he's gonna he's gonna do well I, i'm so excited and he i mean he went to a great school in boston and um uh he's 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 a true artist and uh yeah so i'm super excited for him Absolutely. Well, I hope everyone, you know, enjoyed it. And we, I know we talked about his band a little bit. And so, um, you know, following uh, the credits here, we're going to have uh, his uh, music video from the band Federal Act. Shine again and there's only brighter days ahead. 